0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Spot Money News.
1: Welcome back to Sprout Money News. It is Friday, November the 4th, 2016, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual is our friend Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning.
0: Hey, Craig. Good morning. Uh, pretty good week this week, and uh, things are going to get very exciting next week.
1: Certainly seems to be. As we wrap up this current week... Uh, It is the first Friday of November. That means we had a U.S. unemployment report this morning. Uh, What did you make of the numbers?
0: Uh, Well, they were pretty normal and benign, I guess I would say. I think the one interesting thing of the employment data is that there's a data point called hourly compensation, which seems to be moving up rather rapidly here. And uh, in reading about this data, that someone else has written it. The reason the hourly compensation going is going up is not because of our increased wages, it's because of increased health care costs, mm-hmm. which are included in compensation. You, you can rest assured that that's happening in the, the private health care costs as well, and so it's it's bleeding into... Uh, what looks like inflation in, in, in wages, but it's actually hourly compensation costs brought on by health care that's happening. But otherwise, it was a pretty benign report. Obviously, it didn't affect gold seemingly one way or the other. And, and of course, I think the overriding consideration going into that is not the employment report anyway. It's what's going to happen next Tuesday.
1: Yes, let's go there next because that's certainly starting to weigh on all markets, not just the metals. Gosh, we've seen the stock market. Uh, in the U.S. have a pretty tough week, too.
0: Well, in that vein, I mean, the market's been down eight days in a row. As it stands today, just based on futures this morning, it could be nine days in a row. Uh, This happens very, very rarely. Uh, I've uh, spent a fair bit of time looking at these polls that are out there. And of course, some are incredibly biased. I mean, you you can easily have a poll biased by just Uh, interviewing more Democrats and Republicans or, you know, blacks versus whites or Latinos versus uh, uh, some other group and that there's certain tendencies to vote in a certain way so you can get a certain poll result that you want. But in the polls that I think are a little more broad-based, whether it's Rasmussen, uh, the LA Times-USC poll, a couple other ones, there's some significant changes that are happening that are all Favoring uh, Donald Trump here. Uh, in fact, the U. You know the L. A. U. S. sequel had Trump up by four points. Now that's not an insignificant number, and of course, it's the trend that's happening. The trend is tending to move towards uh, Donald Trump. Of course, we have all these sort of FBI uh, revelations. Some of some excuse me, some of them are leaks, and some of them are, you know, I heard this from this guy. Uh, but it's not. Uh, none of it is uh, is very um, flattering uh, for uh, Hillary Clinton. So I, I suspect that uh, people are reconsidering uh, how they should vote on Tuesday. So that that's going to be a very important item. I think if, if Trump would win, it would indicate sort of the end of the Washington political theater that we've had, hopefully, and a return to more sound uh, business decisions. Uh, and I think it would be very pro-goal, by the way, because uh, let's face it, the biggest problems in the U.S., are nobody will face up uh, to the entitlement deficiencies. I hope uh, Trump would do that. But by doing it, I mean, it just creates such a disaster because <laughs> the U.S. is broke. And I don't know if you really want the U.S. president to admit it, uh, but it's true, of course. Right. So I just think that Trump would be very, uh, very good for gold.
1: If either way, uh, regardless of who wins, it seems to create or add to a, a, a society or a, a market that is rather uncertain at this point. And uncertainty is always a, a good time to own gold, it seems. It makes gold go higher.
0: Sure. Well, the market should be uncertain because there's, if any, there's modest earnings growth, probably none. Uh, this is with, you know, uh, the central banks of the world spend trillions of dollars buying bonds every year, and we get modest um, earnings growth, modest GDP growth, if any. Uh, so the market should be concerned, because it, we're not in normal times here. I mean, to think that we have, like, zero interest rates, is the biggest joke of all time. Uh, if we ever reverted to normal, of course, we have seen a bit of a hiccup in, uh, in long waits here, and, of course, the, the volatility in currencies is absolutely astounding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, can add Egypt to the list now of some currency that just got bombed. I mean, these currencies are, quite frankly, they're more volatile than, than the stock markets, which is a, a funny uh, situation to be in. I mean, you, you invest in stocks, but it's the currency change that's more significant than the change in the stock price to a foreign investor investing in some foreign market. And I think it just indicates a state of massive uncertainty out there, uh, which I think is justified. I mean, look what's going on in Japan and the EU, even in North America. I mean, it's modest growth at best, and it's probably in decline, except they will never tell us it's in decline, Decline, but it sure feels like it's in decline. And we've seen sort of a hiccup in auto sales here. We're seeing a hiccup in, uh, in uh, new home sales we're seeing cracks in the subprime auto lending which i was shocked to find out is 38 billion dollars of subprime lending And, of course the default rates are going up uh so there's there's lots of reasons to uh, to be concerned about the market's let alone the fact as i said that you know it's down 8 days in a row here and uh, uh some people are suggesting and we actually peaked out back in i think the second quarter of 15 we've gone nowhere since i uh, we've been in a if kind of downtrend.
1: Yes, exactly. For the uh, entire year now, the S&P is barely up 2%, and gold is up, what, more than 20
0: Right. Well, that's kind of what we had expected, and uh, let's hope that, that that trend maybe gets a little bit uh, more momentum with, uh, with the results that we expect next Tuesday.
1: Yes. It, it, if anything, again, that increased uncertainty tends to increase demand. We're even seeing now, uh, a, a, I guess, a restart of physical demand through the U.S. Mint Big jumps in October in gold eagle sales, silver eagle sales. I suspect you're probably seeing similar sales increases at brought Money.
0: Well, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's just so apparent the value of a hard asset in today's uh, financial environment. I mean, it's just ridiculous it what we've gone through. Uh, we still have. I still in the back of my mind worry quite a bit about Deutsche Bank here and the derivatives. Situation. I think I pointed out last week. They said, "Well, there might be some difference between our models for the derivatives and reality." Well, you don't have much room to have any differences when you got fifty trillion derivatives sitting on your books. You don't want a one percent mistake because it's, it's more money than Deutsche Bank's ever made in its history. It's probably more money than the whole European bank system has made in its history with a one yeah. percent error. So, there and and of course, Deutsche Bank's weakening off here. The The European banking thing is not getting resolved yet. Montepaschi's refinancing kind of blow itself out. Uh, There's lots of things that we should all be worrying about, and 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 all those things are worrying that all say you should own precious metals, and the precious metals in time seem to be telling that story so far this year.
1: So as we round the bend into uh, what will be a really wild week next, uh, gold is actually up this week, uh, probably about twenty twenty five dollars, almost two percent this week. Silver's up as well, and both are now breaking higher. Look good technically. Uh, what do you expect? Do you think uh, we're now going to move stronger into the end of the year, or does the election, uh, do you think, going to play a role in, in whether we do or not?
0: Well, Craig, when I look back at what happened um, in uh, late September, I mean, it just got bombed out of nowhere for no reason, right? That gold back down to whatever the number was, 1245 or something. And then... Essentially, for the whole month of October, we sat there in a trading range and never went anywhere. But uh, once it went to 1280, it sort of broke out of its its, um, its rectangle it was in, the same thing as Silver Red. I think the price was something like 18. I mean, you could clearly see that we broken back uh, above those um, manipulated, I'm going to call them, uh, situations that we found ourselves in. And I think we're. We're going we're, we're gonna to go back into the uptrend that we should have had all along, and undoubtedly th- those um, things that happened at the end of uh, of, of, of September and uh, early October were, we're simply to uh, to try to take some relief off the short positions in the Comex. And that, of course, as you know, the short positions have come down a lot. I suspect they're going to start going up again here because they've been fighting. Against quite a wave because you can see he's going into the GLD, money's going into the SLV. Uh, as you point out, coin sales have been strong. So I think there's a huge physical uh, movement here that's going on that uh, they're going to have a tough time uh, keeping a lid on going forward.
1: And Eric, just to draw on your you know, your long experience uh, managing money, how important is it, uh, just even as a secondary factor to a money manager, when they start getting? Uh, toward the end of the year, these results that show, you know, these different sectors that are down 10%, down 20%, down flat for the year. Oh, look at these mining shares are up over 100%. Maybe I ought to put some money there. Does that begin to fact, you know, that one-year performance, lagging performance begin to feed on itself and get people to uh, think, wow, this is really a sector we need to be in in 2017?
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, um, I am I'm started thinking about that famous Ricky Ricardo saying, you got some splaining to do, right? Right. Like if you haven't moved into gold and gold's up 100%, and you're a portfolio manager, you got some splaining to do here. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that even the first thing, and of course you see this every day as a portfolio manager, right? You're always, well, which groups are going up the most, you know, day after day after day. Gold's always leading the pack. It's not just leading the pack by a little either, by the way. It's exploding above the pack. In fact, the whole pack's gone neutral now pretty well, right? right. And gold's still up whatever the percent is, uh, you know, 75, 80 percent, percent—that the gold stocks are up and 20 percent for gold itself. So there would be a lot of um, mentally uh, gymnastics. there. Well, what are we going to do about this? And what have we missed? And so I... Quite honestly, expect that we will see some buying. We might see some buying just for what you refer to kind of window dressing at, uh, at year end, right? That some guy wants to say, Oh, yeah, I bought the, yeah, we have the GDX in our portfolio. Of course, you bought it in December. Right. The whole thing all year long. So, yeah, I think that could certainly happen. And in a more realistic and, and tangible and long term sense, I think as guys go into 17 and they realize that there is a bull market in precious metal stocks, that they're going to start focusing on the area and getting much, much more active than they've been so far. And, of course, it's such a small market. It's such a small part of the market, probably not even 1% of the market. Imagine if everybody says we want to go from 1% to 2%. I mean, the stocks literally have to double just to get to 2%. So it could get, it could cause great things to happen uh as we approach year-end and move into the new year.
1: I agree with you. It's going to be a very interesting two months, but also a very interesting 2017. But in, in regards to the next week, I sure look forward to talking to you next Friday. If anything, because the election will finally be over with, Eric. So We'll,
0: <laughs> well, we'll have nothing to talk about other than the result, but the result <laughs> might be kind of interesting.
1: <laughs> it certainly might. I wish you the best of luck in navigating these waters <laughs> over the next seven days, and I look forward to talking to you next Friday.
0: Okay, uh, okay. All the best and all the best to your listeners.
1: And uh, to everyone out there listening, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week.